everybody welcome back to scream along the podcast with eric and rick we're excited to um be recording another episode again and um excited to share it with y'all yeah episode five who thought we would make it to oh my episode god five? episode five the requel <laughs> the requel to the sequel yes um yeah so thanks so much um you know the the hope of a podcast is hopefully to gain listeners and an audience and followers every every week or every two weeks and every other week in our case um so thank you so much for everyone for sharing yes. on your instagram stories sharing with friends family members that you enjoy the podcast we're seeing Week by week, our audience grow. So thank you so much. And we're really happy that you're screaming along with us and tuning in. I always joke, like, I'm just happy if two people listen and yep. like more than two people have been listening. So I'm more than happy. Absolutely. So thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Uh, and this episode, episode five, we're going to be diving a little bit into, um, before I say what we're going to be speaking about, uh, we have quite a few topics to discuss. Obviously, this is a um, a horror thriller podcast. We're going to lean heavily on Scream. However, we're going to talk about all the cool projects that are coming up that we're really excited about, um, whether it's in the horror realm or thriller realm. Uh, so this- Some that rigor is... Some that, Some that I, Rick is excited about, and yes. I'm not so excited. No, yes, so well, you'll hear from both of our both of our ends, right? So, um, yeah, absolutely, we're gonna share kind of what we're excited about, what we're not excited about, um, and then also, you know, last podcast we spoke about um, our favorite like opening scenes. It was called Opening Scenes and Screams, Episode Four. If you haven't listened to it. Screamalong.ca, go ahead and check uh, the website to to stay up to date and give it a listen. This podcast, we thought we would talk about our favorite killer reveals. We won't go in depth as like a review in each movie, uh, but we're just going to talk about, you know, skim along, talk about maybe our favorite killer yeah. reveals and, and the reasons as to why we enjoy those why killer mine reveals. Is, why mine is better than Rick's. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and to... Uh, to just be clear, that's going to be obviously in the Scream franchise for killer reveals. And then we're also going to discuss certain projects that are coming up in the horror realm that we're, that we're excited about. Yeah. Or maybe not so much excited about. <laughs> but we're, so we're going to talk about it anyways. Um, and also, like, I know we usually talk about some kind of, like, news roundup. But um, it's been kind of, and as expected, mm-hmm. a little quiet, I, mm-hmm. you know, on the Scream 6 yeah. news front, which um, is expected. But I guess... The L, they're working away and um production they're gonna be in post-production yeah. now and the filming's done obviously so they're working away and as we've alluded to in other episodes once we hear more news that starts to leak out anything about scream six we'll, uh, we'll talk, we'll, talk we'll share we'll get excited about um but yeah so we'll um let's dive in yeah let's dive into it obviously in the scream franchise um opening scenes and opening kills are what people look forward to the most, I would say. But in addition to that, um, even more so is looking forward to the killer reveals. Mm-hmm. Who are the killer? Because the whole movie, you're trying to figure out, well, who's doing this? Why are they doing this? And that killer reveal or that unmasking uh, at, at some screen movies, um, that's some of the most exciting minutes of, yeah, of for filming. Yeah, done it. I feel like you always want to get yes. to the end of the, the book, end of the movie, find out, right? Yeah. Killer reveal. Um, but like, especially like what you mentioned, the screen franchise, I think the opening ones are just as exciting. Yeah. Um, but we're going to talk about our favorite reveals today. Yeah. Um, so what would be your, in terms of the screen franchise, your favorite killer reveals? 
What would be your favorite, Eric? And I'll and I'll, I'll I'll tell you mine, and then we can. Talk. What do you What do you think mine is gonna be? We haven't dis- we haven't disclosed it to each other no. either. And then, but we, I mean, we've talked before about like which like I I have a vibe of yeah. I know what vibe Rick is yeah leans oh, into you? for okay. for movies, but um, yeah. but let's let's guess like, what do you think mine's gonna be? For you, I would say your favorite killer reveal. I would say would be for Jill. Yeah, it's Jill. Is it Jill? <laughs> yeah. The reason, what well, can I tell you why I would yeah. think that? Is because it was ahead of its time. Yeah. I think when in 2011, when we're all watching it, I remember even being like, oh, this girl wants to be popular. Okay. But Instagram wasn't like it was. Right. We didn't have influencers. You know, it wasn't It was like, like an that. infant. I don't even know. It probably was out, but it was like, obviously mm-hmm. like, it was, it was like, no. There was like four filters you yeah. could do and you literally just posted your photos. It was that like brown, like TV yeah, the brown app. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like a TV, but it was like a camera. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so for, yeah, the, the reveal was interesting and it was kind of like, okay. But then it was more so the reveal is, it was more even like after the real reveal within that scene yeah. of how unhinged. So that's she was. exactly. So those are my two points that um, it's like a favorite. I mean, for for some other reasons, like it's one of the movies that like I remember seeing. I mean, yeah. uh, like Scream 1, 2, and 3, like I was a lot, not a lot younger, but I was like a kid. Yeah. Whereas like Scream 4, like I went to the movie theater, oh, um, you know, like you have more of those memories with it, but it's far from perfect. Mm-hmm. Um but for those reasons, like he said, the the motive, mm-hmm. um, I just really like the motive, and I definitely think it was like ahead of its time, and it took some. It's it's clearly I think gained more um, respect, maybe or more yeah. like um, you know. It, it, I th- yeah, I know what you're pulling at. Like it's just was ahead of its time, yeah. um, but nonetheless, though I think it's still like it still had relevance, even. St- even though in yeah. 2000 and 2011, yeah. um, you know, just kind of wanting to, um, for Jill trying to wanted to like, sorry for Jill wanting to take that narrative yeah. and like pass the baton and kind of to like, herself, to herself, <laughs> <laughs> to herself. Um, and you know what I mean? It just kind of brings in so many layers of like the final girl and be like, okay, Sydney, like your final time, your, your time is over. I'm going to pass the baton to me yeah. and like, I'm going to orchestrate it all. And like, I just like my favorite line, I, which is why you probably know, you yeah, know, this but is the, why like, you, yes. you know, the, uh, I don't need friends or I don't need fans. I don't need friends. I need fans. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when Jill's like, why'd you kill your friends? And she's like, screw them. I need friends. Yeah. So I just really like that line, the motive. Um, And even though it's a little like unhinged, like, you know what I mean? But it, I will say though, into my second point, like she was clearly unhinged. Like even Mm. the, even the setup and everything. I love the setup, the way she's like slamming herself in the wall and like (laughs) you know like glass coffee like that just shows you how like committed and unhitched she is to to the you know the task the the task (laughs) at hand of her trying to get right and i just love that scene like i just love that i mean i know like don't get me wrong like scream one the kitchen scene's iconic and i love that they revisit scream five Mm -hmm. um you know but for me, like, I don't know, I just love her, like, crazy, like, hitting herself and setting up the scene yeah. and just in, like, crawling over to Sydney and, like, holding her hand to try and, like, set up the crime scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and even, like, to a certain extent, like, um, 
the follow up to it, like when yeah. they go to the hospital, yeah, and the way they connect the dots. I mean, it's 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 simple. Don't get me wrong. The way yeah. Dewey figures it out when right. she slips up, like it's simple, but um, and then just like the the clear and oh, like yeah, all yeah. like all that. Like I don't know. I enjoyed it, yeah. and um, I just really like Jill too, like as a yeah. villain and yeah. as a character, and um. It just was in line, I guess, with, like... I'm glad it was a family member. Yeah. Um, I, But it also isn't perfect, and I, I recognize sure. that. Like, I'm not saying, like, it's, like, the best. Like, mm-hmm. you know, her accomplice, Charlie Walker, is, like, the often forgotten, forgotten <laughs> and kind of, like... You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's kind of, like... Mm, yeah. uh, he but, was, like, the love love puppy dog. Yeah, you know? like, it's... And just forgotten about it. Did, did whatever she wanted and exactly. acted out her her stuff but I just you mentioned it in terms about you know it was great that they had that connection that yeah. she was Sydney's cousin but just to keep in mind like let's just go back rewind a little bit and play this narrative out Scream franchise was done we had the three the three films yeah. wrapped up nicely the trilogy the trilogy the original trilogy had the entire story arc wrapped up everything with Sydney Prescott okay the Sydney Prescott character then your scream comes out 10 years later. So right away, people are like, well, wait a minute. Like everything was wrapped up in a nice little bow, so to say. You're doing scream again. Okay, there, we know obviously there's going to be a new generation of kids. It's 10 years later. What's going to be now the point that's going to connect them with Sydney? Yeah. So I think they did things well in four in a sense of saying, okay, you have your connection because Jill is uh, Sydney's cousin. Right. You think she's good. Right? Throughout the movie, you're like, oh, okay, like, she's, oh, she's no, so happy to see Sydney, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But then when you figure out, at the end, the reveal, why she did all that, you're just kind of like, oh, shit, okay, she's got that connection, but then also, she wants to take the spotlight, right. have it on her, and she'll do anything that it takes. And like, kind of like, who wouldn't? Like, I mean... <laughs> I mean, Sydney's had the spotlight for so many years. But I mean, like, if I had a family member in the spotlight, I would probably want to be like, like, share some of that spotlight. Yeah, Yeah. like, you know what I mean? But she she just takes, like, (laughs) I mean, to Jill's level? I don't know. No, not to Jill's level. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, and it's, it's, um, it's almost like in Scream 3, there's another fam- familial, yeah. like, kind of, like, relationship. And you're, I don't know, I kind of was like, maybe I got duped. Like, I was like, oh, no, they're not going to do that for Scream 4. Like, it's kind of been done. You know uh, what I mean? Yes, and I don't yes. know, you're just, like, not, like, for me, it's hard to say I wasn't expecting it because it's all I know now. And I'm like, okay, like, I don't really know what I was expecting. It was, like, 10 years ago. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's definitely, like, a shock. Like, it's definitely, like, a reveal. And I think I can appreciate that it's, like, yes. a reveal versus... Yeah. Um, some other ones where you're like, oh, okay. like even in Scream 1, right? Yeah. When it's like the boyfriend, you're like, okay, like it's, yeah. it's not so as like shocking. Right. I think if anything in two, in, in one, the fact that there's two killers is the most shocking the most than shocking. actually like who it is. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Again, I could be like, people could be like, Eric, duh, like all the signs were there is Jill. But I think for me, like that's the reveal of it is, right. is shocking and, and it has that shock factor. Right. Um, which I appreciate and kind of like like and enjoy. Yeah. Okay, so... Not to steal three's thunder, but going back to four. <laughs> okay. Um, just to um, go back to that piece about the Scream 4 ending and kind of what was supposed to happen versus like what did happen. And we talked about like the studio intervention. Yeah. So allegedly, according to ScreenRant.com, <laughs> um, what was Kevin Williamson's script and idea was that... Um, 
after the reveal of Jill, mm-hmm. um, everything was set up the same where we kind of don't know Kirby's alive or dead. Right. Um, and then there's the reveal of Jill and um, she sets up the scene and quote, quote unquote kills Sydney mm-hmm. and sets the scene up and kind of um, um, lays down with her and the ambulance comes and finds her and treats her and bandages her and, you know, she survives and she allegedly gives it or would allegedly give this kind of like very Scream 1-esque ending to the press, similar to how Gail is kind of doing at the end of Scream 1, uh, like, hey, I'm at the murder, like, we're at the house, and, like, this just happened. Where she would be interviewed by, like, a reporter or Yeah, something? and she would be kind of giving that, it was just kind of, like, end the movie that way with okay. having her, um... That narrative that of That kind of just, like, it. a news segment piece ending it, which is kind of, I think, still how it ends. I think they, that just happens yes. a little later at the end, yes. um, after because the Because reporters don't know what happened in the hospital, yes. obviously, yeah. So, it's kind of similar to that. Um, but then they say, um, uh, ambulance, uh, um, EMS says, we got another live one inside and then the movie ends. And so the whole idea of it was to be a cliffhanger, which was going to launch a new trilogy, which would, that would be the first in a new trilogy. Um, and that was supposed to be a cliffhanger where we weren't going to know if it was who was who alive. Was it? was it Kirby? Right. And then if Kirby was alive, then it would have been what I kind of mentioned earlier where it would be Jill getting away with it and starting this new um, kind of new um, fresh characters who Jill would be the ghost face again in the second movie, but um, Kirby alive, Kirby thinking it was Charlie the whole time and probably Kirby being the main girl picking the pieces up, trying to figure it out probably with Dewey, a little bit of Dewey and a little bit of Gail's help or whichever. Or it was going to be um, Kirby was dead and it was really Sydney alive. And then how is like Jill going to kind of get out of this? Kind of that was going to spring or that could springboard into whatever the plan was. But for whatever reason, I guess, um, I don't know if the studio like, I want it, changed yeah, him There was a it. lot of back and forth. Maybe they didn't see it potential of being a third, or they mm-hmm. didn't know if it would be, or they just didn't like that ending. Sometimes two suitors, I feel like they just don't want an end specific, like an open-ended yes, ending. Yes, yes. Um, so which is why we kind of got, which I do, it, one, it does make sense, because I do find the ending of screen for almost like, I appreciate it because they give you the closure, but it does feel like kind of like two endings in one. Like you got like the whole like house and then you have like this whole like alternate scene scene in a hospital room, um, Mm. which does kind of like, it does kind of like juxtapose a little bit. Um, Or just, so not juxtapose, it does, sorry, but it kind of disjointed a little bit. So this all kind of does make sense, but um, yeah, just kind of like some interesting behind the scenes of it which would have been kind of cool and it's kind of it's cool because i feel like we're getting some of the effects of that of course with like kirby right Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. um being alive actually so yeah so that was interesting but that's our favorites and we did talk a little bit about like some of the others but i'm curious like do you have any that you're like like, not a fan of or i guess okay so i shouldn't say not a fan of because i'm a fan of all i'm a fan of all of them to be real yeah um but any that maybe is like least? I would say the one that's... The, I understand why they did it from a uh, requel standpoint. Like the whole reasoning with uh, last last year's uh, Scream. Um, but from like my least favorite in terms of killer reveal was uh, Scream, um, Scream 5 or Scream. Right. Um, and the only reason is because their whole motive was because they wanted to start their movies 
the movies back up again. Like their movie was gonna have stakes. Amber was like a Dart fan, and when she found but out, it wasn't gonna be like. And just for my understanding too, yeah. it wasn't gonna be their movie. Like they just wanted like to give provide content, content. to stab, right? Yeah, yeah, and have like the movies live on because yeah. the stab movies were so horrible. Like near the end, and they went to like time travel and like all this other yeah. shit. So they were a little too diehard fans. They were, right? like, yeah, they were a little, but yeah, yeah. So just from that aspect alone, that it's would be a little, really yeah. Sweeter. But I understand as to it's meta because I understand right. why they're doing it because then that gives a springboard to the movies that we're talking about now when Scream Six coming out. So I understand it from from that end. It kind of is yeah. that double edged sword in a way. Um, so it makes sense. Um, but that would just be my least favorite in terms of okay, like. Charlie had so many fake outs where they're like, oh, it's him. And then, oh, not Charlie, sorry, Richie, where it's like, oh, yeah, it's him. But they're like, oh, well, maybe it's not. Oh, no, it's totally yeah. him the way he's acting. And it's, um, you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. And like, I actually. Um... And I, hold on, can I just say yeah. one thing? Yeah. So Eric and I went to go watch it in the theater together. And I remember watching and Eric, like, when he's like, hey, who do you think is like the killer? We're maybe like halfway through, or we're at the hospital scene with Dewey. And I said, just the way that Ghostface was talking to Amber, uh, talking to um, Sam on the phone. Right. I was like, it's a girl. And he goes, well, why do you, why do you say that? And I just literally was like, he's getting way too in the weeds and like almost like emotional. Like there's too much of an emotional tie in with Sam. Like, you know, you're just an ungrateful bitch that, you know, wouldn't do anything for anyone. You're selfish and blah, blah, blah. And I get it. But just, there was some, just right there. It kind of, it was Amber. (laughs) Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, I think it's, and I said, it's either going to be the dark haired girl. At this time I didn't know. But but I said, it could have also been, um, uh, Chad's girlfriend. Um, but it also could have, it also could be like, it also could be, um, it does make sense that it could be, um, Richie because he also like obviously knows Sam intimately the best and could be just so annoyed with her and being like, sh- like, ugh, like kind of like, true, you know what I mean? Like true. kind of like, but really that scene, Richie's there. Or right. Richie's right. Yeah. Not well, there ish at the hospital. Yeah. 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 But yeah, just from my end, that's, I would say that was just my least favorite in terms of uh, motive. Uh, but again, still loved it. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, I actually like, like, I actually like Charlie. Oh my God, Charlie. Now I'm doing it. Um, <laughs> Richie. Richie. Yeah, I like him um, too. Like, um, Jack Quaid. Yeah, yeah. And Amber um, a lot, mm-hmm. like, as characters. Yeah, as characters are And, great. like, I love, I love her, like, reveal and her fight in the yeah. kitchen and, like, just how crazy she, like, batshit crazy. And even she, like, starts, like, forgiving. Yeah. Like, asking <laughs> yeah. for forgiveness and then just, like, kind of, like, so unhinged. Like, yes. I actually really like that. Yeah, and, I agree. And same goes with... Um, Richie but yeah I feel like as as much as I love the characters and performances the the motive is the part for me that's like lacking a little bit like okay like they just want to give like stab more content or like Mm -hmm. some like better content like they're that diehard fans that they they want better movies yeah. and stuff. Yeah, it's it's okay. Like I get I get it. Like yeah. there's been a lot of reboots recently. Like a lot of reboots a lot and of a reboots. lot that people are kind of just like, "Well, we didn't really need that." And like right. I get it. Like it's, it's so like I get and the again whole, like, we get the meta-ness why, of it all. But yeah, I think it's, I'm I'm kind of with that in the similar. Same part, but yeah. I also like I gave I let my opinions of three known. I know I knew that screen. I think you just can't known. touch one and two. I think they're just like classics yeah. and. Yeah. Same with the reveal into to me like I'm I wouldn't I remember I I always will always remember being shook about the reveal into um with, with Laurie Metcalf yeah. like I just was like never expecting because you're that. like wait a minute that's the reporter chick yeah like, what's going on and the way they just kind of like 
kind of like lightly pepper her through the movie. Yes, you know what I mean? Yes. And like you're just so expecting it to be like, which friend is it gonna be? Which which, right. which you know what which I mean? Which of the like, core group? Which of the core group yeah. it's gonna be? So I do I have always, always, always loved that like kind of like boom shock that yeah. it's her. Um, but not only that, before it's her, you see Gail walk through the door of like the set on the stage when they're having the whole final fight scene, right? And she's like Gail. And then Gail's kind of like, no, kind of nods like, no, no, no. Yeah. Like this bitch is behind me with a gun. <laughs> and then she comes. But even that in terms of like, you know, you're used to being like someone in in, in the core friend group. And Dewey even says that to to Cindy when he goes to visit her at the college and saying, you know, like whoever it is, they're probably ready in their lives. They probably know whatever. And which makes sense in terms of, of the standpoint for Mickey. But also with Laurie Metcalf at the time, it wouldn't have been, um, you know, of her just being a reporter Cool, she's got a, a, a part on Scream, Scream 2, one of the most highly anticipated sequels mm-hmm. uh, of any movie. So even if she was there as just the reporter's Debbie Salt and she wasn't necessarily the killer at the end, that was a fun role for yeah, her to have. Definitely. And you wouldn't think anything of it, no. right? You wouldn't think, oh, there's more to her being in this movie. No. You would just think, oh, cool, she's a, a reporter that's got some good little jabs and like has little jabs back and forth with gail yeah you know early on yeah so you know it's cool it makes sense in in that in that sense um yeah so those are kind of like our favorites and mm-hmm. or i guess like our commentary favorites of the reveals yeah. um and again we'll we'll as episodes move on like we'll do some deep dives into you know covering certain movies again there won't be full recaps we're just discussing movies you know and that's when t- at times we'll go deeper into into some uh, of the whys and the what we liked and yeah. what we didn't and all that kind of good stuff. Are there any um, are there any kind of current TV shows and movies that you're kind of um, anticipating or interested in? Yeah, so um, I'm a big Ryan Murphy fan. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's got his whole Ryan Murphy Productions and he actually has shows, obviously, yeah. on, I don't know, in addition to American Horror Story and American Crime Story. He's got shows on Netflix now. Um, so he's got a new uh, season of American Horror Story that's coming out uh, mid to end of, end of October. And this week was revealed... Um, Is it uh, like the 13th season? Poster. Oh, uh, the poster of it. Um, it's, it's high up there. It's, it's I think it's like there, 11 yeah. or 12. Okay. Um, but this season is going to be set in New York city, mm-hmm. much to how scream is going to be set oh, in New York true. city. Yeah. So that'd be cool to see kind of what, yeah. how they play off New York city in that sense. Um, but the posters came out and they, they dropped them on socials on Instagram and very much so in Ryan Murphy and American horror story. It's like bond. Uh, it's kind of like bondage, like bondage, slash, like, like um, fetish, yeah, almost like but with spikes. Like spikes. It's kind of like grunge. Yes, yes. It's supposed. I I think I read that like it's going to be grunge murder. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be. Oh gosh, um, maybe like nineteen eighties, like New York City. Are they doing and, that? Yeah, it's going to be like kind I'm, of. Like, I'm here for it. Like the like the background is going to be like obviously like New York City, yeah. and then I think there's going to be like the I don't say height, but like the like. The AIDS epidemic pandemic or uh, pandemic's gonna be going on, mm-hmm. and like New York City's gonna be a part of it. Right. Um, I mean, that's. But huge. then there's gonna be like I think that like kind of like killer aspects also gonna be happening at the same time mm-hmm. maybe, and mm-hmm. it might have like a supernatural sense to it. it might not. I, we don't know, but yeah, yeah. I think that's gonna be kind of like the backdrop. Okay. Kind of um like a serial killer, um, um, potentially I think like, um I also like Gana who. Uh, I could be making all this up. I sometimes I read stuff and I don't remember what I read or where I read <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. Um, but I think that's I think that's gonna be the. I'm I'm so already sold. Like I'm ready. Yeah, for... I mean I'll definitely watch, but like you know I enjoy. I'm like, 
I love Coven. I'm like... <laughs> oh, yeah. Coven, Coven was I'm so like, great. just give me more seasons of Coven. <laughs> I mean, I'm surprised they haven't done another Coven. Like, they've... I know they... Yeah. They intertwined like, Coven with... Um, I feel like that was, like, Coven Apocalypse. 2. Yeah, I feel like that was, like, Coven 2. Co- like, Apocalypse is just, like, a coded name yeah. for Coven 2. Right. Because um, it pretty much was. But, yeah. like, I'll take code Coven 3. Like, yeah. It really like, was. The, give me a true Coven. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it'll be interesting to see which actors come back because that's the thing with Ryan Murphy and all of his seasons yeah so many of the actors come back to play different roles every single season um so it'd be cool really to see what happens there I think there was a few that have been um um confirmed mm-hmm. of course I can never like I mean I mean there's there's key ones like you know Sarah Paulson um um you know there's there's a lot of uh, of characters that are coming back I think if I'm not mistaken, I think there's rumors that Macaulay Culkin may be coming back because he was in the last, uh, the last American Horror Story. Um, but Ryan, speaking of Ryan Murphy Productions, he's got another movie coming out, a movie, a TV series coming out on Netflix called The Watcher, oh, and yes. um, Jennifer Coolidge is in it. And one of the first, Love. oh yeah, one of the first videos that was out about The Watcher was Jennifer Coolidge. She's a real estate agent, and she's showing you around this house, yeah. and you're thinking, okay, like you know, it's Ryan Murphy, like. Something's going to give. Like, when is the screaming starting? When is the scariness starting? But it wasn't that. She literally just showing you around the house as if it's, like, for sale. Yeah. You know, she's giving you, like, a tour of the of this beautiful house. I I think what I appreciate, or what, I, what I'm looking forward to is, like, I don't know what this is about. Like, mm. you know, with American Horror Story, I, like, you know what you're kind of getting. Like, you're going to get this kind of, like... I'll tell you what it's about. Oh. Can well, I tell you what yeah, it's you about? Know, you can tell me. You can so, tell me, like... The Watcher, so it's about, it's actually based on a true story of a married couple who move into their dream home in New Jersey. And then after they move in, they're harassed through letters that oh. are signed by a stalker. And then the stalker names itself himself or herself as the watcher. Oh. So they don't know who this person is. Obviously where's day by day, from? who is, where's coming? Is it a neighbor? You know, is it like, who is Jennifer this person? Coolidge. Yeah. Is it Jennifer Coolidge? Is it the real estate agent? So there's some big names that are in this, in this show. Uh, Naomi Watts, is in it. Um, she's the wife and she's married to uh, Bobby Cannavale is mm-hmm. the character. Um, Jennifer Coolidge is there as a real estate agent. Um, Mia Farrow is in it. There's a lot of big, big names in this show. Um, so I'm really looking forward to see that just based on, it doesn't necessarily have to be a, a horror like killer yeah. show for me. Like this is very much thriller suspense. Like what is happening? Yeah. Um and to me that piques my interest so much. No, me too. I'm definitely um definitely looking forward to The Watcher. Um I'll probably tune into um, American Horror Story too, mm-hmm. but just to see what I it's don't about. know why I'm kind of like I'm a little Is it fizzled hot. out a, a bit for, for you? me? Like I'm a little hot and cold on it. Like yeah. I've only seen like I haven't I haven't seen all of them. Mm-hmm. I think I've only watched actually like, I guess I'm like a fake fan. I've only seen Coven and Apocalypse, I think. Okay. Um, I think. Um, so yeah, I don't know why. It's just, I'm not super. Yeah, have you watched the first season, the murder house with Dylan McDermott? Um, and Connie Brennan? I've seen a few episodes. No, I have not watched okay. it. I don't think. I think if you watch that one, cause it sets the stage for all the rest yeah. to come. I think you'll have an, appreciation and maybe you'd want to see oh what's this one about you know this other season about yeah i don't know yeah no i'll definitely check it out yeah. um so then there's that there's the watcher which we yeah, are definitely i want to i want to check out i just thought that was a little kind of uh i like uh the suspenseful uh a suspenseful story mm-hmm. um 
And then there's been, like, this other show that's been kind of, like, taken over. Like, it's been quite popular. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they had, like, one of some of their best... I think Netflix held this on Netflix. Yeah. Um, you've been watching it, haven't you? Yeah. So, uh, Eric's alluding to uh, this series called Dahmer uh, with Evan Peters. And it's obviously a Ryan Murphy production. Evan Peters is known for being an American Horror Story. Right. Um, he's had some really amazing characters in that in that franchise. Um, he's a good actor. He's like, a great sure he's, like, actor. Let me tell you, every time I watch American Horror Story, even though it's every season, like I know it's Evan Peters, great. Yeah. I never think of him as his last character that he's played. Right. And that's a mark of a really great actor. Because I never look at him and think, oh, that's, you know, Tate in the first, yeah. it was the first uh, horror story. Um, so yeah, so I've been watching Dahmer. Um, and now I know Eric had mentioned um, all the big news, all the big uh, views that it had. Um, it was been like real. It's been like I think one of like Dahmer. Sorry, Dahmer yeah. was Netflix's biggest series debut on record. Anything that yeah, has ever come out. It, I think they said it like in the first week, it's more people watched it than Squid Games, which I know Squid Games yes. I think was a little bit of a grower, but still. Yeah, yeah. it was. It was a. It's a big deal, and like, and it continues to grow. It's like all the countries, like, the Netflix is available. Yeah, has streamed it in its opening. It's definitely um, like grotesque story, but I think it's one yeah. of where people like it's true crime, and like you can't. It's like a train wreck. Like you can't look, not look away. Sometimes once you start watching it, I think yeah. people because I've, um, I've heard it's like can be kind of like hard to watch and gross. But yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I'm just kind of like not to say like I'm like altruistic and like I'm above that. I'm not watching that. But um, I don't know. I just like yeah. It's um, I kind of like it's sick. Like yeah. I, mean, I mean, it's not gonna change the story, right? right. It is what it is, but. Mm. I just heard some, like, I've heard, like, there's been some accounts that say, like, some of the family members have not, like, appreciated, like, Netflix, you know. Like, um, rehashing Yeah, like, rehashing like, it, it yeah. and kind of, like, opening that trauma for them and profiting off of it. Yeah. Um, so, like, that aspect of it. Also, it also is, like, very similar, not that, like, I was affected by this at all, but, like, it's very similar to, um, not very similar, but somewhat similar to what happened here in Toronto a few years ago when there was, like, a killer in the village yeah, yeah. in the sense that, like, it's very... In both cases, the police, like, didn't listen because right. these are, like, um, you know, communities or and people, who like, here in Toronto, it's, like, people who were, like, here alone and didn't have family here and so nobody That's was really, right. like, looking for them and then the police weren't looking for them yeah. and didn't care as well mm-hmm. um, because it was a community they, like, just didn't care about. Yeah. Um, and so they're quite similar in that way, and it kind of just, like, hits home. I don't know. I just, something for me, I'm, like, I, as much as I, like, I like um, certain true crime, mm-hmm. certain true crime, I'm just, like, I can't get it. I can't. For me, at least, I'm just, nope. like, I don't have a... There's no in any interest of watching. Yeah, yeah and yeah. I've heard, like, I really want to watch for, like, Niecy Nash, yeah, and I heard she's, yeah, like, amazing, she's amazing in it. Yeah. And, like, um, but I'm, I just don't know. I just don't know if I can, like, bring myself to do it. Yeah. I, 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 I understand that totally because I'm like that with... Um, I'll just ne- keep judging you, though. No, that's okay. <laughs> um, I'm like that with... Um, a couple years back, Netflix did uh, a series of uh, Ted Bundy, how they like released yeah. his tapes, like interviews and stuff. And even though like we're I'm a true crime fan, much so much as Eric, you know, Daylight's our, Dayline is our jam, um, I had no interest of hearing anything that that monster had to say. No matter how interesting it was in terms of you know, what had happened, um, no interest whatsoever. Um, and the same goes with, uh, John Wayne Gacy. Um, it just, it just honestly just creeps me out. And that's, those are ones that I I just stay away from because I'm just like, 
like no like it's gross um it's and like again i don't want to be like altruistic like i'm above that when like clearly like we're, we're talking, talking about, about like, scream yeah. which is like and scream is like taken from loosely based off loosely of based real, off of, of uh, real, real killings yeah um but i don't know yeah i just like yeah Maybe I'm like on that bandwagon of people who are t- like, you know what I mean? But for whatever reason, I'm, I'm not even like out there being like, don't watch it. It's just my own personal, like, I don't think I can bring myself to do it. Yeah, I understand that. I totally understand that. The only reason why I was so interested in it is because Ryan Murphy was attached to it and obviously Evan Peters. And I was yeah. like, okay, well, I enjoy what Ryan Murphy does and I enjoy what Evan Pe- the work that Evan Peters does. I'll give this a, a shot. And the re- other reason why I gave this a shot, it was very much so... I'm sure it's about Dahmer and what he did to those poor guys. Um, but it also really shines a light. And the reason why Ryan Murphy did this is it shines a light on those victims, showcases as to the reasonings as to why Jeffrey Dahmer had even like chosen the area or chosen his mm. victims or whatever it is. You you go through it and see like kind of the evolution of it. But they do it in a smart way where the writing really is invested into those victims. It's not glorifying in a way. Like even though you're making a movie, a show about it, it's not glorifying the killer. It's just pretty much showing like factuals, like this is yeah. what happened. Um, but I will say this, you know, obviously when I watch my favorite movies or shows, you know, like 99.9% of people you know, I have snacks that I enjoy. You know, you're watching yourself. You're enjoying stuff. Let me tell you, didn't matter what episode I was watching. Didn't matter if it was something that was a, go- a gross scene or, or not. I couldn't eat anything Ugh. and I couldn't drink anything. Ugh. Because Evan Peters does such a good job of playing uh, Dahmer. He's just so creepy. Even yeah. just as a teenager. Like just the way that he talks. Um, really just creeped me out. Um, so yeah, so um, so yeah, I, I totally understand that point. But I will say this, and if I can defend it, or if anyone's just kind of like on the fence about watching it, Ryan Murphy does an amazing job of, like he said, highlighting, um, highlighting Glenda, uh, Glenda, which is the lady that was his neighbor Nancy that Nash. Nancy Nash plays. Um, she, just the sense of like she knew something was going on. Just the fact that she called the cops so many times. Right. Yeah. And no one would, people would just, oh yeah, we'll look into it or whatever. She literally heard stuff happening through the vents because their neighbor, she smelled stuff. She's like, you have to come. And just because they're in an area, I believe it was in Milwaukee, an area of like, was predominantly black, known for certain gay areas of like the, the, they didn't didn't, it was 91. I think it was like cops were like, no, like cops are majority white. They were uncomfortable in those neighborhoods. They were just not listening. Um, but he does Ryan Murphy and the production does a really great job of showcasing her as an advocate, even after finding out that he was a killer and what, what had happened. Mm. She tries to make it her mission to still make sure the victims are known. She doesn't want, Dahmer to be known like she wants the victims yeah. to be known um and then also even the victims out I'll, I'll just i won't go deep deep into it but there was one episode every victim obviously got to me i mean one of them was a uh, was an underage boy he was like 14 years old like you know it was just heartbreaking and every single one is heartbreaking but one that got to me if anyone's watching the series it's episode six if you have watched it you'll know what i'm talking about if you haven't seen it yet um, feel free to okay, this was supposed to be like not Pauses. an advertisement. Eric's like, yeah, let's just talk about it and move on. <laughs> oh my God, God. Um, but just from a um, from a writing just standpoint. Don't come for me. <laughs> from a writing standpoint, um, episode six, 
which deals with the character that um, Dahmer, Jeffrey Dahmer befriends. But before you even see how they befriend each other, um, you go through this this character or this person's life. Um, he was a deaf deaf person in the black community, um, in the gay community also. But it goes through his life about how tight he was with his family. Um, it goes through him, um, you know, wanting to be someone. Like he wants to get headshots made. Yeah. He knows that he's like he has a bigger life ahead. Um, he gets his he gets his first job. It's, like just the way that it was written, it, it just pulls at your heartstrings yeah. so much. It's sad. It's it's so it's so sad. And the way it was shot too is they start the series at the of him cops going to his place of actually him when he gets arrested, but then they play they fill in the gaps. They don't go totally backwards, but they just kind of fill yeah. in the gaps. And even with that one, it sets up at the beginning and you don't even realize it till, yeah. till the end. Um, I mean, Ryan Murphy productions, like they know what they're doing. Like they they're, know what they're, they, doing. they're good storytellers. Yeah. They're very good storytellers. Um, I mean, let's not, let's not give him too much credit though. Let's not forget. He did release Glee on the world. And <laughs> like, so, I mean, um, yeah, no, they can't all be winners. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, yes. with the Glee, depends who you ask. Um, but yeah, I, but there I, are some, there's some Gleeks out there. I, yeah. I, I like Glee, but yeah, I never, it was I never definitely, it. it definitely lasted. It definitely became a menace on society at, at certain points. Yeah. Um, but then lastly too, there's a movie I know I want to check out. Um, I think it might be out already called sick, which mm-hmm. is also written by Kevin. Kevin Williamson. Yeah, there's a screen um, time. Do I say Williamson? It's Kevin William. No, it's Williamson. It's Williamson. Sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I know why you're saying that. We worked with someone that is, the, the last name was Williams. Yeah. And I always think of him when I think of Kevin Williamson. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so the synopsis is like the very short synopsis is due to a pandemic. Parker and her best friend decide to quarantine at the family lake house alone. Or so they think. Bad idea. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just it's you know I want to support Kevin and yeah. um, it's kind of just like a, I don't want to say simple, but it's like just like I kind of like, you know, two friends away. Mm-hmm. They kind of in, apparently intertwines with like the pandemic or that's happening, and they want to get away and like self isolate and mm-hmm. kind of like and get, that happened get away from life, people. Yeah, yeah right, yeah. and get away. But apparently, it just has a lot of that like Kevin Williams and like charm to it mm-hmm. and like humor it. with like oh yeah still scares be, scare, with still being a scare a scary um kind of flick that's also yeah. like timely because it kind of intertwines um, the pandemic with it. Yeah. So I was like, okay, like this sounds oh that sounds good. That kind of sounds fine. So. We'll and put that on our list. Fun fact uh, to tie in to us, uh, T- um, Sick actually premiered at TIFF, at the Toronto oh, no National way. Film Festival. I'm pretty sure it did. Oh, I think it, it might, it probably did because I remember hearing about it. Like, yeah. That's when I probably first heard about it. Yeah. Um, so I'll have to check that out. And any other Scream fans probably might want to check that out. Yeah. Um, and tell us what you think. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think it'll be fun to watch and definitely check it out and let us know what you think about it. Um, coming up in future episodes of what you can come to to expect in terms of the podcast um i know we said off the bat obviously this is heavily on scream as scream news kind of comes out we'll talk more about that we'll do some and, deep dives and hopefully like with t- like obviously in time like more scream yeah news. i feel like as we mentioned earlier like there's not a much happening right now right like justifiably so mm-hmm. but yeah. as more comes out we'll discuss as well absolutely and we'll even do you know we'll maybe do uh deep dives into some breakdowns into the movies themselves of the franchise, maybe some characters we'll talk about, whatever it may be. But we also want to say that obviously we are a horror thriller podcast. And in that vein, something that I'm very excited about is the ending, literally, of Halloween. Halloween ends. Oh my gosh. Comes out on October, I believe the 14th or the 15th. Yeah. It comes out in the theaters and it streams on Peacock. Same day, yeah. 
Right. So we're a bi-weekly podcast. So in October... We're going to check that out. We're going to check that out. Eric and I are going to watch it and we're going to... We'll discuss. We're going to discuss um, Halloween Ends. And that will be closer to... Halloween, and like actual to, Halloween. I need to see Kylie Richard. Is it Kylie? Ka- Kylie Kyle Richard. Yeah, Kyle Richard. Goodbye, Kyle. <laughs> That's my uh, <laughs> my Real Housewives <laughs> and Beverly Hills impression. Those that watch Housewives will get it. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm here for for her. Yeah. Um, how cool is that? Just from a character standpoint, she was a kid when it the is. first Halloween was filmed, and then she's back to the last one, Halloween Kills, and a Halloween ends. Yeah, yeah. It, that's really cool, and I'm kind of excited that it's having. I mean, I really like. I really like this this recent the new resurgence, resurgence of the Halloween of, movies. Yeah, yeah, and I really feel like, um, you know, whatever people think about it, like yeah. good or bad or review, whatever cares. Um, you know, I think it's gonna get me excited for yeah. Scream. Absolutely. Like you know what yeah. I mean? Like yes, kind absolutely. of like um, spooky season's gonna spooky out. season yeah. and just kind of like this is gonna kind of be a really good kind of like something in the middle to keep us. Um, satisfied mm-hmm. until until Scream comes yeah, out until yeah. the like end of winter and speaking of Halloween I just want to not that I need to give her a plug because she does very well on her own um, Alanda Parker how we mentioned earlier on in, in earlier oh. episodes of the podcast she does f- uh, first time watches and reaction videos of her watching these movies um, and the the latest ones that she's done in the Halloween uh, series was Halloween H2O and Halloween Resurrection I have to watch these so uh, so much fun i messaged eric when i watched it i was like you need to watch please because she's in fine form and just like her jokes and her her one-liners and it makes it so much fun watching the movies along with her so yeah we need you on the pod we we do need you on the pod so (laughs) we're gonna hook up one day and we're gonna get you on the pod and we're gonna discuss everything horror and get to know you a little bit more but yeah please go watch her reaction videos alanda parker on youtube you won't be disappointed you'll have a lot of fun watching her well thanks for listening everybody and um i hope you enjoy the kind of uh reveals yeah our <laughs> reveals, reveals of yeah. our reveals <laughs> reveals of our reveals <clears throat> um and yeah it's as always it was great to to chat and um we hope you listen to the uh the episode and the next episode yeah so keep keep a line of our socials when the next episode drops uh, again make sure to go to screamalong.ca for all of our info links to the podcast Thanks. stay caught up with the podcast and listen to the new one when it comes out and again a big thank you to all those that have given us our reviews and ratings on apple Podcasts and spotify and uh, all those in belgium <laughs> and all those in belgium um and again if you love what you hear uh please go ahead and give us a rating and give us a review we really appreciate it Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening. See you next time.